financial support for this podcast comes from Bo's Restaurant, located at 2304 Thomas Drive in beautiful Panama City Beach, Florida. Bo's is open from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday and offers some of the best food in the Florida panhandle. For takeout orders or more information, give them a call at 850-775-1828. Also, from our friends at KL Skaggs Heating and Air LLC, the next time you're in need of HVAC repairs, please consider giving them your business. Locally owned and operated with above and beyond service any time of the day. Call them anytime at 850-238-5414. There are many sports podcasts out there, but only this one is right on. Welcome in, everybody, to the Ride Down Sports Podcast. I am Kyle Wright, here with Dan Gonzalez and Scott Hollinsworth. I want to get to them in just a second. I want to explain to you guys why today's episode is just a little bit different here. Um, so, obviously, as I mentioned on this past week's episode, um, this episode is going to be, was supposed to be, uh, Marcus, and, Marcus and one of his buddies recording. Um, I'm in North Carolina. Nick is at a wedding in Tampa, but Marcus had some internet issues today and they have not been solved. So I had to step up. Thankfully, I brought my laptop. If I didn't bring my laptop, this wasn't going to happen at all, but I had already brought it because I plan on editing the episode. So I'm here now in North Carolina. I did not bring my recording equipment, which is why I probably sound like hot garbage. Uh, So apologies for that. Um, but big shout out to Dan and Scott being able to step up on such short notice to be able to do this podcast with me. Uh, Dan, thank you for coming as always. You seem to bail us out more than anything. I, I am the closer. Just call me Mariana. <laughs> I love it. And Scott, thank you as well, buddy. Uh, getting Trying to get you a little bit more comfortable in this whole arena. Oh, I mean, man, thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm excited. Let's do this. Should be a lot of fun. We got a. We're going to talk elimination chamber today. Uh, kind of just ended on us. What a what an incredible pay per view. Um, before we get into elimination chamber talk, though, uh, make sure you guys go follow us on social media. Right on Sports Podcast on Facebook and at Right on Sports on Instagram and Twitter. And then, of course, if you're listening on Apple Podcast, um, please, 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 please do me a favor and go to the bottom and leave us a review. That is big and uh and having this podcast be found. So make sure you do that for us. So guys, WWE Elimination Chamber tonight, with like less than an hour removed. First of all, I was watching it with Scott, right? So me and Scott are sitting there. We have three people watching this with us that are not wrestling fans at all. Nope. Have never watched wrestling, and I, what I loved is if I was gonna go back, and then I'll, I'll I'm gonna shift it to you for a second, Dan. Overall thoughts on the pay per view is how we're starting here. If I had to go back, like in like three years from now, and be like a random pay per view to show a non wrestling fan, I kind of feel like this would have been one of those because. Holy crap. What like just full of great moments. How'd you feel about it, Dan? Um 
I I did not like the pay-per-view at all. I did not like it. Uh, a, it was really short. Um, but then again, like, you can't really pack everything in right before WrestleMania, so I kind of understood it. Um, I just, uh, I don't know. I, it, besides the ending, which we'll get to, the ending was phenomenal. It was kind of something that, you know, I kind of foresaw as one of my options leading into like who's going to face who for the belt at WrestleMania. Um, but like, I don't know, it was just a really average pay-per-view to me. And I had my brother and his, and one of his buddies who actually, Kyle, he lives in Pensacola, Florida. So he's probably an hour away from you. He came all the way up and we were hanging yeah, out. About and two hours. This guy, yeah. This guy hasn't uh, watched wrestling in years and, you know, bouncing off your point, if you're going to show someone who doesn't watch wrestling, this pay-per-view I probably would be very upset that they had to see that, except for the ending. The ending was cool, but, like, you know, everything else in the middle, I thought a lot of the matches were average at best. And that's my that's my take. Really? So that that's kind of crazy because I thought this uh, I thought this pay-per-view was really good, and you thought it was not. So let's throw it to Scott. Scott, you got the uh, – you got kind of the tie-breaking vote here. <laughs> I mean, overall, I think it was a good pay-per-view. It had a good amount of surprises in it. We had some injuries that left that led to some changes. But I think overall, and then we'll get into them, I think it was a decent pay-per-view. I mean, I, all I know is we had three non-wrestling fans watching with us tonight, and they, they thoroughly enjoyed it. So it was cool to see that because we may have added, like, some new blood to this, to this lifestyle. But let's get in. Let's get into it. Let's get into breaking down these matches so that this isn't an hour and a half long episode like the last one. Um, <laughs> so the very first match of the night, we open up with the SmackDown Elimination Chamber match. Uh, the winner gets to face Roman for the Universal Championship. Um, apparently, not later in the night. Uh, immediately after, <laughs> but it's uh, it was Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, King Corbin. Um, Jesus, who else was in this match? Jay Help me so. out. Yep, Jey Uso. Oh my goodness, you would think I'd be a little bit more prepared. Um, yeah, it was Brian, Brian Uso, Corbin, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Sami yeah. Zayn. Yep, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were the last two. But um, I'll start with you, Scott. What were your overall thoughts of this match? Obviously, Daniel Bryan would win it in the end. Your overall thoughts on the match and the winner? I thought it was a good match. Uh, Cesaro got to really showcase a lot of his potential and a lot of his skills that he has. I feel like Cesaro kind of gets pushed to the back burner a lot, so we got to see him. I mean, we got to see him wrestle. <laughs> we got to see him dominate for a little, good little while. We got to see the funny side of Sami Zayn always being the comical relief. Um, I, I was I was a little upset that it wasn't Jay that won because I just I I was wanting like a lay down for Roman type of match just to make people mad. But <laughs> I was <laughs> I was happy with Daniel Bryan winning it because it, it did it did surprise me. I didn't think he was gonna win at all. So to see him win it, I mean hell I liked it. Dan, what about you? Um correct winner because you know I've I've I was a fan. I'm a I, I am a fan of Daniel Bryan and um, when we did Royal Rumble, I, I, I wanted him to win the whole thing. Uh, correct winner, um, Scott, I do agree with you. I thought it was a J, I thought it was going to be a Jay Uso victory, but without 
I, it was going to be a laid down, but you know, like one of those defiant lay downs where like the guy like lays down and then he kicks out at two and they're like, wait, what, like, what are you doing? I thought that would have been pretty cool. Like a little, like a little zip heading into fast lane. Um, Cesaro, phenomenal. Definitely. Uh, I, I, I do. I haven't heard anything yet about his contract situation. I hope he re-upped because like he's, the guy's an athletic freak and he's got Superman strength. Uh, the KO, you know, KO being in there was just like, you know, we need, we kind of need like a, you know, another big star in this match. Uh, Sami Zayn, you know, comedic relief, you know, just that funny guy, uh, you know, cool moves. Uh, boring Corbin, of course, he's going to be in it. Um, but Corbin. I thought, <laughs> I, I, I'm not a <laughs> Corbin guy. I think he's extremely boring for a heel. Uh, but yeah, uh, average, average match. It had its moments. Um, like once again, I think Cesaro, if I had to give a, an MVP award to the match itself, be Cesaro, even though he didn't win, he showcased what he can bring to the table. And obviously, and hopefully he gets a future title shot. And, um, but, uh, if I had to give this match a grade, solid B, B minus. Ooh. Okay. Um, first of all, I I'm 100% hard, I'm hard agree. <laughs> Fair enough. First of all, I all around agree on the Cesaro takes from both of you. Um, I thought Cesaro, it was nice to see him break out. I hope that this didn't kill his momentum. Uh, not only did he, not only did he not win the match, but he was not the last elimination. So I think that that might hurt a little bit. Um, I thought Jay Uso was incredible. Uh, I I loved the um, the continued build with him and Kevin Owens. Uh, that I wonder if that's going to lead to a little side program. I guess we'll see. But I thought it was a solid match um, with the guys in it. I did, I did expect it to be a little bit better, but I mean, it, it wasn't bad by any means. Uh, I thought Corbin actually, like as boring as he is sometimes, I thought he actually did a good job in this match, uh, being the powerhouse, pro- the most powerhouse in it. Uh, almost made me a Sami Zayn fan for a minute. Almost, because he was hilarious. He was entertaining as hell in this match. Um, KO always always doing his thing. Daniel Bryan ended up winning. Uh, Don't necessarily think that was the correct winner, because there's no build on it. Like, there's nothing nothing to build from that. It's just Daniel Bryan. And I don't know. I I think I would have rather – I would have rather – if we were just going to throw it away like that, I would have rather have just seen Baron Corbin come out the winner than Daniel Bryan um, because it just got thrown away. And now that elimination chamber meant nothing. So, um, yeah, that's true, too. Um, Anyway, let's get on to what happened after that match. Uh, Here we are thinking – here we are thinking that uh, Daniel Bryan's going to face Roman later on in the night. And all of a sudden, Roman's (laughs) – Roman's music hits. This match is happening immediately. So, Roman comes down. Goes for a spear, uh, gets caught in the yes lock, gets up, spears him. Or no, he doesn't spear him at all. Locks him in the guillotine and mm-hmm. forces Daniel Bryan to pass out and retaining his uh, Universal Championship. I have a question. It's not really – obviously, we're not going to grade this match because it wasn't a match. <coughs> but <laughs> I want to ask you guys a little side question. Do you think that Roman Reigns is healthy right now because – they got, something's got to be happening. I mean, I know he sold a nice spear tonight, but he hasn't been wrestling full matches in a while. 
No, I, I don't think he's healthy. What's the answer? Go ahead. I don't, I don't. I don't think he's healthy at all. I mean, okay, not not. I'm not gonna say not at all. Obviously, he's healthy enough to even have a even if it's a short little squash match, whatever. So spear, he's that healthy. But do I think he's extremely healthy? No, because he. I couldn't tell you the last time he had a fight or had a match, but a, an actual solid match up besides with Kevin Owens. After that, I've seen nothing. It's just him doing promos, which is something to expect from a heel champion. But that's we'll see. And those matches, and just to not sorry to cut you off, but those matches with Kevin Owens have been like gimmick matches where he's had opportunities to lay low for a few moments in the middle of the match. True. True. So I mean, Dan, you got a thought on that? Or sorry, no, sorry, no, Scott, no, I'll throw it to you. Yeah. He's done. Um, so I think he's hurt. I um, I do think he's hurt. Um, I think he I think he got hurt in that Kevin Owens match last month when he got put on the when he got put on the announced on the announcer table. I don't know if you guys recall that. I think he actually um, suffered. I think he suffered some internal injuries because when he uh, when he got up, I kind of noticed like he was very wobbly and like he was shaking. And it almost resembled that he either a hurt his ribs or he actually has like an internal injury, like maybe like a like a bruise, like you know, kidney or something, or something, something along the lines, like in his like torso or his lower back region. I think when he got hit on the announce table, I think something didn't click right, and I think he got hurt. And I think he's been dealing with this injury for at least a month now, obviously because the, the injury happened about a month, and he hasn't totally healed up yet. But he's he's able to wrestle. If that makes sense, like he's not healed, right. but he's obviously healthy enough to wrestle. But I think he got hurt in that Kevin Owens match, the one with the botch finish. Yeah, it's kind of what I'm thinking as well. Um, it kind of sucks, but we'll see. We'll see if he can get healthy. He's got until April 13th because we know who he's facing at WrestleMania now. It's going to be Ugh. Edge against Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Wow. Um, I. I'll start with this one and then I'll uh, I'll throw it around to you guys and I can see I can already hear how Dan feels. <laughs> I I I didn't realize that I wanted it until Roman sold the spear. And then I guess I was like I guess I just got hyped, maybe caught in the moment for a moment and I was like, "Okay, I'm down." But now I sit down and I think for a minute here and I just don't know if I I don't know if I'm 100% on board for this. I don't I don't see out of everybody why it would be Edge and Roman. Why why would Edge go to SmackDown? I guess that's where he made his made his career. But man, that is um it kind of blindsided me, I guess. I, I guess I could should have seen it coming. Should have seen it coming with all the uh, storylines that they've cut and as Roman Spear and Edge on Friday night. It's just uh I just don't know. I don't know if it can edge handle a Roman match. Can Roman handle an edge match? Cause he's going to have to carry that match. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I really haven't developed the full opinion yet. I'll throw it to you, Dan. All right. So as you can see by my reaction, I'm not happy. I wanted a more oof type of match, like a, wow, like these guys are actually going to do this. And I felt like he was only going to get that. If, like I said, a few weeks ago, I told you guys that, you know, it should have been, you know, hopefully AJ would have won this Elimination Chamber match, and it would be AJ versus Edge at, at Mania. 
Um, they kind of tipped it off a little bit too much on SmackDown. And I started kind of like thinking about, I'm like, oh, he's going to choose Roman Reigns because obviously um, we're not talking about it, but like NXT Vengeance Day, we saw Adam Cole turn on the whole Undisputed Era, which is going to set up Finn Balor versus Adam Cole for the next, you know, the next takeover. So I, I eliminated the NXT title. Um, but for character development purposes, it makes sense this match. Roman Reigns needs to beat Edge at WrestleMania. He needs to win this match. It will not only not only will it solidify him as a heel, but it'll just put him as like that over the top heel. Like you just beat, you know, a legend. You beat, you know, one of the greats to ever do it. He's obviously in he's in great shape. I'm not really too concerned about um his well being. As much as that sounds really messed up, but I think Edge can I think Edge can manage this match pretty well. And this is only going to solidify Reigns. Reigns needs to leave WrestleMania the heavyweight champion. Scott, throw it to you. I don't think Roman Reigns has to carry Edge to this match at all. Edge is in the best shape of his life, in my opinion. So for me, I, I'm excited as hell to see this match. You have two men who are, in, in my opinion, great at giving people spears. They are phenomenal to watch when it comes to spearing. So to see them get to go at it at WrestleMania, I'm, I'm excited as can be. I think that it was awesome to see Edge come out and spear Roman and immediately point at the WrestleMania sign. I thought... Okay, sorry, go ahead. And I'm just, I I love that he got down after he speared him and whispered something to him because that is what Reigns did to Edge on SmackDown. He whispered something in his ear and then left, and Edge did the same thing tonight. But we don't know what they said, so it, it, it intrigues me. It intrigues me to see how they're going to do this. We have 47 days now until WrestleMania, so we have over a month to plan a good storyline. And to me, I, I think they're going to do great. I think they're going to have a phenomenal match. Kyle? Oh, really? It's exciting. Uh, it's um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I, I, I feel like maybe the wrestling fan in me will get more excited about it as WrestleMania approaches. It's just kind of the WrestleMania effect, something that always happens. So we'll see what happens. I'm I'm ready for it. I I, I mean I we're getting it, so I have no choice but to prepare. So let's jump on to the next match. We can knock these next two out pretty quickly and get to the main event. Uh Matt Riddle has won his first championship in the WWE, defeating John Morrison, replacing an injured Keith Lee in this match, by the way. Um uh defeating John Morrison and the former the uh United States champion Bobby Lashley. Overall thoughts on this match, Scott? It was a good match. I mean, it, it was. You have the powerhouse in Lashley. You have Morrison, who is just ungodly gifted when it comes to just moving for his age. And then you have Riddle. He was, to me, I didn't expect Riddle to win. I just expected this to be a good filler match, and Lashley would walk out champion. So to see Riddle win, I was happy. I'm not a big Riddle fan, but it opened a door that I wasn't expecting. So who knows? There might be something that there might come. I have lost my words. I'm sorry. <laughs> something good might come out of this. Dan, what was your thoughts? 
Um, it was a, it was cool. Like it was, that was, a, that was like one of those cool surprising moments. Uh, I did not, uh, I didn't expect Riddle to win this match at all. I felt like he, um, I felt like he, you know, it was just me a squash match type feel to it. That's how I was taking it as. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was just an average match at best. Uh, Kyle, I don't really have a lot to say, so Kyle, go ahead. Yeah, not not a whole lot to say about this match. Um, the only thing I will say is I'm genuinely shocked by the ending. Um, kudos to John Morrison, by the way. He, I don't think they pulled Keith Lee out of this match until earlier today with that injury. So kudos to John Morrison for being able to step up so quickly and just mesh with two guys that I don't – I mean, obviously he's worked with Bobby Lashley back in like 2008, but I don't think he's ever worked with Riddle. Other than like tag, maybe maybe a tag team, I I don't know, but I don't think he's worked with Riddle. Um, so I for what it was, I thought it was pretty decent. I thought it was pretty decent, and uh, cool to see Matt Riddle win the championship. And it was not the last time we saw Bobby Lashley tonight, uh, but we'll get there in just a few moments. So let's go to the tag team match. Not a whole lot to say about this one on my end. Uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler retaining their tag team titles over Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Uh, don't really know what this did for anybody. I think this was about as filler as it got, and I didn't enjoy it very much. So, whatever. I mean, I thought the right team won. I didn't. I'm glad we're not going to go into WrestleMania with double champions. We'll kind of delegitimize the women's title thing or the women's tag team title thing. So, you know, as much as they're probably not legitimate right now. They didn't need to be legitimized in any way, delegitimized in any way, I should say. And I'll throw it to you, Scott. I mean, I, I didn't like it. I just didn't like the match. I don't like Baszler being in a title picture that has to do with the word tag team. She is a singles competitor through and through. So I don't like her even being in this, but – I will agree that I am very happy we're not going into WrestleMania with a double champion just because it would be pointless. It just takes away a whole entire match that you can have at WrestleMania without seeing somebody twice. So, right. That that That's about what I got to say on it. Dan? Uh, match is crap. Um, it was uh, – I, uh, I don't know what it is with – with some of like the women's matches, I felt like they make, I feel like they make them look stupid when they're not supposed to look stupid because they're phenomenal athletes, especially Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. They're the, you know, cream of the crop and Baszler being a UFC, you know, fighter. And, you know, she knows the fighting world. Nia Jax, we know all the jokes about her boys hurting people. Um, like, it's just, it looks so yeah. bad. Like the moves looked like they were forced. They looked like they were like, like stale and, you know, stiff and, like it was just a poorly done match. It was definitely a match. Like there was, def- it was definitely one of those matches where they're looking at the card and they're like, "Huh, we need 15 minutes to kill before we get to the main event." So uh, here you go, and that's basically yeah. what the match was. It was basically a here you go, deliver a C minus. You you know we won't get mad at you, but we just need you out there for 15 minutes. That's fair. That's a good take on that. Like let the fans go refill their popcorn and their beer and. Get ready for a wild ass main event. Jeez, uh, uh, really, just a full of emotion. So, 
I know Scott's got some takes on this because the very first elimination in this match threw something out the window that we were hoping for all day, like we've been talking about since like last night. Um, WWE Championship Elimination Chamber, Drew McIntyre would retain. We'll talk about what happened after here in just a moment. But Drew McIntyre retains over Sheamus, Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston, and AJ Styles. <laughs> Scott, I know you got a lot of feelings on this. Who the hell in creative said that Randy Orton should be eliminated first? I want to meet this guy. I want to smack the hell out of him. How are you going to eliminate the man with the most experience in wrestling out of everyone in that ring first? And you're going to do it with a roll-up. I forget. I hate roll-ups. I hate them. I think they're the worst way to end a match, to score an elimination, whatever the case may be. Dumbest thing in the world. So to see Randy Orton go out first, that just made me mad. And then it really made me salty because I was hoping for a fiend return. I was hoping for Bray Wyatt to return as this just demonic, creepy-looking fiend and cost Randy the match. Like, that would have made me happier because it would have set up that match for WrestleMania. And we would have had the fiend back since it was in December when Randy Orton burned the Fiend alive in their match. So to see that, it just, oh, it, it, it made me mad. It made me mad. As for the rest of the match, though, I loved it. I loved Amos tearing the glass, or the, you know, quotations glass, off the back of the pod, allowing AJ to jump into the match earlier after Randy Orton laid waste to everybody after being eliminated. Then, of course, you have Spot Monkey, Jeff Hardy and Kofi Kingston doing their spots. To me, the one other shock factor I did not see coming at all was Drew claymoring AJ out of the air. <laughs> that was freaking awesome. I mean, that was incredible to see that and get the follow-up one, two, three. To me, I was I was happy with that ending because I immediately saw him going for the phenomenal forum, and I thought, well, this is it. We're gonna crown a new champion. But no, I was surprised. So that that made me happy. Also, just a little side note to really end my part. Uh, I will never in my life take a bro kick, um, <laughs> ever. <laughs> uh, Kyle, what are your thoughts? Ooh, all right, throwing it back to me. Um, I loved this match 100%, 100% from start to finish. Uh, the only thing I didn't like was just like what you said, um, even aside from the whole Fiend thing, I, I get that we have another pay-per-view in between now and WrestleMania, so you don't want to rush the Fiend back. But I thought that that was about as good a time to bring him back as any was tonight. And not only did it not happen, the best performer in that ring got eliminated first. So, yeah, that sucked. I hated seeing Orton get eliminated first. I didn't expect him to win it, but I definitely sure as hell didn't want to see him get knocked out first. So, moving on from there, uh, Kofi was great. From before he even got into the match, the jabbing he was inside of his pod was hilarious. Uh, Kofi was great. Jeff Hardy, I think he took a nap the whole match. He was in that match for three spots. He, I, I don't, I have no memorable moments from Jeff Hardy. He just, he got in, 
He took some bumps, laid down for 10 minutes, got back up, did some cool shit, took another bump, laid down for 10 minutes, got eliminated. Ate a, ate a Claymore, by the way. He, he ate that shit for lunch. Um, <laughs> and then the finish, uh, I thought it should have came down to Sheamus and McIntyre. Not entirely sure why it came down to Styles and McIntyre. I guess Styles is uh, phenomenal. You know, all puns aside there. But I love Drew winning. I loved Drew winning. I, I'm just not entirely sure where we go from here. And we'll get into that in a minute. But uh, staying on the Elimination Chamber, what do you think, Dan? Um, I thought it was a good match. You know, like I, we, you know, we had all all three of us had discussed about like how, how we liked how like, you know, like who they selected to come into the, to the chamber. Um, but yeah, uh, Randy Orton being the first one out, uh, incredibly disrespectful. I said it out loud too. I'm like, that was just the, I, you can, my brother was like, I don't kind of explain to my brother cause he watches wrestling, but doesn't get like the whole business side and everything. And I said like, what they just said to Randy Orton after what he's done for the company, how long he's been in the company, what he's done with the company, to end it on a roll-up at the first elimination on a, some cheap way, incredibly disrespectful. Jeff Hardy should have been the first one eliminated, let's all be honest. As much as everyone loves Jeff Hardy, if we had to start ranking all these guys, Jeff Hardy, I love you, man. I've watched you since 2000, but, like, yeah, you know, hit the high horse, pal. Get out. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, but – uh. The match I thought was cool. Like they had its moments, you know. I thought there could have been a little bit more memorable moments, like you said. Like you know, we had the the pure athleticism guys of like Hardy and Kofi. I felt like they showed them a little bit more. I mean, Jeff Hardy's whisper in the wind was pretty cool. Uh, Kofi doing, you know, Kofi did his his jump that he did in the chamber from uh, I think a year or two. I think it was two years ago. I thought they could have done a little bit more. Uh, I like the final two. Because like I said, I was I wanted Styles to win, so I was all for Styles McIntyre final two. Uh, I think I still think the she- the Sheamus and McIntyre feud is not over by by, by a long shot. That is not over. These guys are going to be brawling all the way up into Mania. So that's uh, but my take overall this match, uh, I'm going to say A minus. Only because of the finish oh. and Kyle, Kyle, I'll you do the honors of what happened at the end. Ooh, wow. So we're sitting here. We're like, okay, where do we go from here? Right. McIntyre is still the champion. And then me and Scott, well, Scott pointed it out. He pointed out, Hey, there's a cameraman running up the ramp, which meant something was about to happen. So, we went from about to get up to now sliding to the front of our seats like, okay, what's going on? And out comes Bobby Lashley, who lays McIntyre out with a spear and just goes all in to destroy him. Throws him back in the ring, and it happens. The music hits. Awesome! Here comes the Miz. Cashes in his money in the bank briefcase and becomes the WWE champion to end Elimination Chamber. Um, I wanted to go last. I want to go last on this one so that I can close the show after. So, Dan, your thoughts on this and what does this mean for the future? All right. So, um, when we were, when us three were, you know, privately discussing uh, 
possible Mania matches or what, what could happen at Elimination Chamber that could lead to a Mania match. I did foreshadow a possible cash-in. I didn't think it was going to happen. Um, but then when they removed the Miz from the match, I think what was it last week or two weeks ago, that's when I was like, okay, they're, they're plotting. Something's happening because you just don't remove the Miz. You know, like the Miz is one of those guys too, you know, been in the business, done a lot. You know, he's been an incredible worker. Something's going on here. And then if you guys remember during the pay-per-view, you see MVP talking backstage to the Miz. So you knew something was formulating and then Bobby coming out, um, you know, beating up the, you know, beating up a McIntyre, which, you know, now I'm putting two and two together. MVP said, I'm going to put out a hit. You know, we're going to give Miz the, the belt. Um, the, for the future, I could, uh, I don't know, the, the future, there's, there, the rematch is going to happen at Fastlane. I think that's a given. Um, I think they're going to redo that at Fastlane. I don't, I don't know a good storyline for the Miz because I'm thinking, A, you know, you have, you have Bad Bunny. You know, that they have like a little mini feud going on, like a little fun celebrity feud heading into Mania. Obviously, you saw Bad Bunny slap him in the face backstage. So that I don't think that's over. I think that's going to carry into WrestleMania season. But then we don't know what MVP was saying. MVP could have easily said, hey, look, well, I'll send one of my guys, Bobby Lasher, to go out there and beat the hell out of McIntyre, do even more damage. But, you know, you got to you got to give him a title shot. So it could go. There's a lot of directions this can go. I don't know because I'm just as confused as to why they did it now. But I did love the, you know, I, I love Cashins. Every single Cashin, I love them. And I love especially with the heel, someone like a Miz, you know, Edge from back in the day, you know, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania in San Francisco. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know where to go, honestly. I really don't. And I've, and this is why I love the lead up to WrestleMania. Scott, your take. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. The moment I saw that cameraman running up that ramp, I knew it was going to be missed. I did not expect Lashley. That was a shock to see that spear and then the <coughs> ass beating that would follow. <laughs> but the second Mrs. Music hit, I so badly wanted to run to the other room and grab the money in the brief money in the bank briefcase I have on my shelf, but I didn't want to miss what was going to happen. <laughs> so I was torn. I ended up staying, of course, but to see Miz win again and be WWE champion, which the last time we saw was around WrestleMania 27, if I'm correct. So it's been almost a decade now. So it's a whole, it's a whole new Miz. It is a very more matured Miz. To see his champion again. I, I am excited. I have no idea what it means for the future. None whatsoever. That's what I'm saying. I don't but know. It's so confusing. It's <laughs> it is confusing. It's very confusing, but it's exciting. We're going to have Miz in my after Fastlane, I still think he's going to be champion. So we're gonna have Miz, in my opinion, going into WrestleMania as champion. I don't know who he's gonna face. That, that also leads me to be excited because, all right, cool, I have something to look forward to now. I don't know what we're doing. But all I know is one thing, and 
this is the one pun I'm going to make on this sh- sh- episode. Uh, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I love Kyle. it. All right. So I love it and I hate it. So I want to tell you why I hate it first. First of all, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that this is going to be like a three-week reign. I'm afraid that he's going to hold it for three weeks to Fastlane, drop it to McIntyre, and we're going to get McIntyre Sheamus. It'll it'll make McIntyre a three-time champion. And the reason I think he's going to drop it is because he's in this program with Bad Bunny. As big as Bad Bunny is and as great as he is, like for the like nation, worldwide recording stuff and everything he does, they're not going to put him in the WWE Championship picture anywhere near it. And Damian yeah. Priest sure as hell does not belong near it right now. So – that's the only reason I hate it. It has nothing to do with the Miz. I think that it, the timing was weird, and I don't think it was good. I think it was. I I don't know. I have no idea what it was. I don't know why to do it. Why get the hurt business involved? Why? I, none of it makes sense to me right now. Um, especially when Miz's best friend was literally the one that took the pin for Lashley to lose his title. So I, I, I don't know, man. I, I really, I don't know what this, what the hell this is, and that's why I don't like it. I'm afraid Mrs. Mrs. Title Reign is going to end in three weeks. Now here's why I love it. This is long overdue. This is long. This should have been WWE Champion five, six years ago. He, we, he's the best heel that we've that we have in WWE right now. He might be the best, one of the best heels that WWE's ever had. I don't know of anybody that's been able to work the mic like he gives me flair, like old school flair vibes when he's got that mic in his hand. And I don't know if I'm the only one that feels that way, but the way he can work the mat, work the uh, work the microphone, work the crowd when there is one, it's incredible. Um, so long overdue. The Miz should have been champion a long time ago, and that's why I love it. I just don't know what it does for WWE. I don't know where we go from here. I, unless – I don't know. I have nothing. Unless we do like a big – one of the cluster one of the cluster ladder matches at WrestleMania for the WWE title, like the ones we used to get for the Intercontinental title, where there's just like eight guys – Going for the title. Yeah, I remember that. That unless, was unless the opening match. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So unless it's going towards that kind of thing, nothing makes sense to me right now. And I definitely don't think that that's what's happening. So uh, they, I'll tell you one thing that I'm going to do. I'm going to watch Raw tomorrow night. And <laughs> the yeah, mission accomplished right. WWE. You got it. <laughs> I'm going to well, have um, to watch it now because it's going to lead into something. Yeah, exactly. It good job, good job, WWE. Um, any last thoughts on this, guys? Any closing remarks, Dan? Um, I guess it was a, it was it's one of those like filler pay per views. I like the Elimination Chamber concept. I think they've babied. They've obviously babied the Elimination Chamber over the years. I remember back in like oh oh three oh four when it was a real glass pod, steel chains as the floor. Like that's the well, this chamber I miss. Um, but I guess overall, cool pay-per-view. And once again, you know, WWE leaves us in suspense. Like, what do we do now? And that's the beauty of, you know, 
that's it's it's good storytelling because no one knows what's going to happen now. Like we don't know. We have to watch Raw tomorrow. It's not like McIntyre wins, and you know we know what's going to happen on Raw. It's going to be a few other guys from the show. Oh, you know I want a rematch. Yada yada yada. And then it, you know we'll get a match at Fastlane, and then we'll get the actual match at WrestleMania. So you know I said you know I said it was a decent, it was okay pay per view. It, but you know the ending once again was the ending saved the pay per view, and you know like I said now now I'm gonna have to watch Raw tomorrow. <laughs> Scott, we have so much talent from 2008 right now back in WWE, and I am so excited. That's about it. 28 vibes. It is. It's giving me WrestleMania 28 vibes, and I am so for it. <laughs> Can we all um, agree though that they've that they've babied they've babied the elimination chamber? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we were actually talking about that this weekend. We were watching old chamber matches, and I don't know. They said that it used to hurt just to walk on that floor, though. I believe oh, it. But that's part of the, that's what made it cool. <laughs> yeah, you want that. You want that. You want that. You, you want that brutality. That's why. That's why they made. That's why Eric Bischoff created that match. You want that brutality. Yeah, but I guess you also want people to live longer lives than thirty six years. Most old of those guys are. Hey man, sign, sign <laughs> the contract, are... sign the sign the liability waiver. You know, you know what you're signing up for when you get into that when you get into that match. Huh? That's fair. That is um, fair. My closing remarks are pretty good pay per view. Uh, very enjoyable. I, I I liked it being short. Um, I'm glad they didn't main event with the Raw Women's Championship. Like they kind of teased that they were going to have Oscar defend against To Be Determined, and they just ended up nixing the whole match, which is cool. I'm I'm fine with it. I'm I'm glad it didn't. Uh, when the Elimination Chamber match came up, the WWE title match, I was really worried that they were going to end up putting that as the main event, and I was like, oh boy, it's going to be <laughs> awful. They didn't, and thank goodness they didn't do it. Um, we're going to get out of here. Uh, Scott, Dan, thank you guys as always. Thank you. Dan, especially. <laughs> um, hey, guys, listen, we will be back on Thursday. No sleep till baseball. We're moving on to the AL Central Part 2. Uh, very, very excited to be doing that episode. We'll be recording live from the Bose Meet and 2 studio. Can't wait to tell you guys more about that. We'll be back on Thursday.